When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. Radio, 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 radio. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. Matt Jolly hanging out here with you. We're off and running, I'm telling you what. Weather today, uh, not too bad. I mean, just looking out there all across the Peach State today. Uh, what are we at? 50s, you know, for the most part. Blairsville, 50 degrees. Trenton, 53. Rome, 55. Uh, just kind of all around uh, in the 50s. Except Dublin and Vidalia. Well, and along the coast. They're in the 60s, low 60s, upper 60s. Uh, as you get on down to St. Simon and all that kind of stuff. Well, typical day in live radio. Nothing goes as planned. We're waiting to see if uh, Mr. Gregory calls in today. He's supposed to call in. According to Lenny, Lenny, his manager, said he's going to call in. Well, anyway, we'll see. But we do have on standby for the second segment coming on. Uh, it's going to be Mark Ware. You remember Mark Ware? Great guy. Atlanta's 2019 Country Entertainer of the Year, in fact. Country music just uh, sounds better with Mark Ware in it. We're going to play him a little bit later today, uh, and we're going to have him on the show. Also, wanted to tell you, though, if you have not heard last night's broadcast of the Georgia Folk and Farm Life radio show, you missed it. You missed a great one. In fact, it was so good, we recorded it, and it's up there now to listen to. A lot of you Louis L'Amour fans out there. You know, Louis L'Amour, the most popular novelist really in America, probably arguably even in the world, does not have a book that is out of print. Even today. Pretty amazing. Well, his son, Bo Lamore, who's a friend of the station, uh, came on last night and talked about all things Louis Lamore, including the lost treasures of Louis Lamore. This is a series that he put together, and it's just truly remarkable, uh, this series that he put together on his dad, and it's all of the, the lost notes and unpublished stories and just all kind of crazy stuff like that that they found in the family archive. And they dug through it. Anyway, they put it up there, and now it is available. Uh, all of the books in the Lost Treasures series are available at uh, Louis L'Amour's Lost Treasures. You can find it uh, right there on their website, which is quick linked into the show story. Wade, though, Wade was really nervous. Uh, you know, Wade was just ready to to get this show over with, I think, because having a guest on is always fun, uh, but it puts a lot of pressure on, on the host. And so, uh, yeah, I see that. Somebody keeps writing in. That's good. Glad you're writing in this morning. We'll get to it. The, the pressure, though, that it puts on the host can be a little bit alarming. And, you know, Wade drives a log truck. He's a log truck driver. That's what he does. He is a guy that likes everything in order. That truck, everything's got to be strapped down. It's got to be ready to go. So Wade and I decided that we'd meet for dinner. We'd meet for dinner and we'd just kind of talk about things and make sure that he, he was ready to go, right? So 
we drove in. Well, I drove down. He drove in to Twin Cities, drove his log truck in after work the other night, and we sat there ahead of the show and just kind of talked everything through the night before. Well, it was getting dark, you know, Twin City, not a big town at all. So the only place we could find to eat was this place called the Brown Bag Cafe. So we sat down at the Brown Bag Cafe, and there we are having having our dinner. Uh, the nice little ladies brought us uh, brought us stuff out to eat, and uh, we had a good we had a good dinner. And just as we sat down to start having our good dinner, this cat, this cat shows up. <laughs> this cat, which apparently had not eaten in the last I don't know three or four weeks, but was fat. It was a fat cat. I mean, it was big. It starts in on the two of us, and we're sitting there like fish in a in a fishbowl at this point. And this cat is running around and meow, meow, meow. And just every five seconds, this thing is tearing into us. And it's crawling up my leg. It's crawling up Wade's leg. And finally, it finds its way up onto the bar stool beside us where it's looking eye to eye at us and our hamburger steak and onion gravy. And this cat, I mean, it is not taking no for an answer. So Wade just shoves everything that he can into his mouth and finishes it. He says, okay, okay, and he throws the plate on the floor. And this cat had the plate cleaned up in about three seconds. I'm not kidding you. So we finish our dinner, and we walk back inside, and once the cat has finished, you know, being a carnivore, and we throw it away, and we said, wow, that's a nice cat, but he's, uh, you know, he's he's pretty persistent. And the ladies inside look at us, and they're like, what cat? <laughs> so... <laughs> Wade and I had been feeding the stray cats, I guess, around the Brown Bag Cafe. We had a great time, and uh, all kidding aside, it was really a, it was really a lot of fun and just a, a good time had by all there. But we talked about the show. We got everything worked out, and then uh, Bo came on last night. We had a good time. Wade told that story, and he said, you know, uh, it was a great cat. And I said, well, what kind of cat do you think it was? And you know what Wade Peebles' answer was? He just said, a pushy cat. I'll leave you with that. Well, we're going to get right into Mark Ware. I think he's around. Uh, Mark and Joe Barrick are, uh, are the two guys we're going to be talking to here. I just tried to mash the button. That's what I, If you could see what was going on in this studio, it would appall you, I'm afraid. We got a dog in here that's asleep, and we're going to try and get Mark Ware and Joe Barrick. We're going to call them up here. They're a little early for them, but we're going to call them up and just see if we can't reach them here. And uh, get him right on the show. You know, if nothing else works today, we're going to have a good time. Just you and me. We're going to have a good time. That's what we're going to do. Did I tell you, by the way, we'll see who's on here. Let's see. Joe, hang on a second. I think uh, we're going to leave We're going to leave somebody a message. Who are we going to leave a message for? Zero, five, two, six is not available. Well, anyway, is this you, Joe, or is this Mark? When you finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Well, hang on a second. I, my goodness, Mark. I think we just leave Mark a funny voice. Yeah, we'll just know, leave like, him a message. He'll call this on in. Hey, Mark, you missed your call. <laughs> yeah, Joe, how are you doing? You're a musician too. In addition to being uh, a manager, uh, you are also yeah, but- a musician. Tell me about that a little bit. <laughs> So I played music all over the world for about 15 years on tour. I've toured with everybody you could possibly think of and genuinely enjoyed it and loved it. And COVID hit and um, I was already into managing some artists and doing some stuff. I actually started working with a Christian artist. And um, when touring stopped, I was like, well, I 
I hate regular jobs. I don't want to do that yeah. with my life. And started managing artists, and it started going really well, started going really well. Um, had a uh, Christian artist named Chelsea, who was my first sign. She is absolutely phenomenal. We put out her music, and within four months, she was already at 50,000 monthly listeners, was killing it, you know, just on Spotify alone, obviously. Um, she had ended up doing a song with Craig Campbell. He's obviously major country star. Love that guy to death. Um, and met with a record label called average Joe's in Nashville. They really liked what I had going on here. And they were like, Hey man, look, we want to buy into your business. Let's go. So I teamed up with the record label and now I've got about 20 artists that I look out for and book and I manage some and you know, it's, it's a great time and I'm a very, very blessed guy. Well, listen, guys, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we were talking to Joe, Mark, about, about his career and how he got into management, like, like so many folks. You just kind of do what you got to do to make ends meet. But, I mean, that's the way it works. And, I, Joe, I was watching some stuff on YouTube, and I like your style. I really do. That's oh, it. man. So I haven't had a drink in two years. This is my two-year anniversary month. So anything from two years prior, I was a drinking lunatic. So don't, don't, <laughs> don't judge me on that. <laughs> hey, listen, I, not, not a word. I mean, that's, that's the great thing about, about country music and about Christian music. You have and reached about, the maximum time permitted well, thank for you, recording Mark. your message. <laughs> if you're satisfied with the message, press oh, 1 Mark, to listen wow. to your message. We're leaving you a voicemail, Mark. And this, this show hey, is going about like my dinner last night with Wade. You know what I mean? It's just uh, you never know what's going to happen. But uh, If you're satisfied no, with the message, you. press 1. To All listen right. to your message, press 2. I tell you to what, Joe, hang on a second. Mark, uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to talk to you just for a second, and then I'm going to get Joe back on because your voicemail's going nuts. So, Mark, tell me about tell me about Very this cool. latest this latest single that you've got uh, out right now because you just released this thing and it's doing really well. We we're going to be playing it here uh, in just a little bit, but uh, tell me tell me about this. How how's that going? It's been doing good, uh, Matt. It's, we've had a lot of fun with this song. Uh, it's called Six Feet Away. We released it on December thirteenth. Um, here in our hometown in McDonough, Georgia. Um, and it's done really well. I think it's up to, um, I don't know, last time I looked, it was about 115,000 views on YouTube, but it's getting, uh, it's nearly hitting 20,000 streams. So it, it, it's moving. Um, it seems to be doing very good in Georgia, uh, surprisingly well in Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Uh, but this song's just taken off, and I'd just like to thank everybody for, uh, you know, bringing this song to life. It was kind of a little personal uh, song, just, uh, just come to me uh, one afternoon uh, as we're dealing with this COVID thing and as we're dealing with uh, everything shutting down and uh, as we was dealing with losing family members and and just uh, just just trying to go through what, what this has meant to me personally. And I just put a pen to paper and, you know, 30, 45 minutes later, I, I had a song down and I called my producer, which is the bass player of Collective Soul. He's a multi-platinum uh, bass player, Will Turpin. And um, his studio in Jonesboro, real to real, we we sit down and contacted some folks in Nashville and Danny Parks uh, up there, laid down some tracks, and uh, Will and I produced it, and it's doing really well. So I'd like to thank everybody for clicking on that song, and if they have not, please go to it, click it. It's uh, it's really uh, surprising us how well it's doing. I think that's great. And and Joe, you're back here with us. Um, oh man, I'm what, here. I'm listening. To Mark talk about how great he is. He's no, not a liar. I love it. I love that guy. 
I got to ask you dude. though, as a you know, as a as a manager, as a manager, that has to be fun to watch a new artist starting out, uh, especially so, one that looks so much like, in my opinion, Garth Brooks with that hat. <laughs> he does. It's funny because I'm, I'm uh, friends with Garth on. with uh, Garth's <laughs> daughter, and uh, I've never really thought about it. But you're exactly right. I think it's the hat. Um, and he's just got that pretty little shimmer to his face, you know. He it does. works out great. Yeah, uh, that's that's a great. Have you, ever, awesome. you ever been described like that by by a sober guy before, Mark? A, a pretty little <laughs> shimmer to his face. Uh, I mean, that's great. I already got a diet coke in my system. Not this morning, not man. exactly. <laughs> Listen, hey, not exactly. But that that bring up some uh, really neat conversations when I get to Joe personally. Uh, that's right. I bet January it is. 14th. I, I bet it is. Let's talk we'll about these watching. dates. We'll, have, we'll talk about that. You've got some big dates coming up, uh, Mark. One of them that I saw that, that I just think is a great venue. It's not a big venue. It's one of these venues where you play it, uh, and it's really intimate. That is, uh, that's down in Macon, Georgia. They're at the piano, the dueling piano bar. Did I see you were going to be coming here to play down there at the, uh, in, in Macon? Yes. yes, sir. On January uh, 21st, uh, we're going to be down at the Macon Dueling Piano Bar. Looking forward to going to Macon. Macon's always a fun time. Uh, Todd Miles and... And his staff down there are just wonderful folks to work with. But uh, more exciting is, is I get to play, uh, I get to open up for Jacob Bryant, who's coming coming out of Nashville and is going to come release his album that week. I think Joe ain't it the 14th, the week before he's releasing his album. Yeah, his record comes out January 14th. He's I think got it all is the uh, week before. So, yeah, it's he's going to release a- his album on the 14th. So a week later, he's going to be with us. And uh, we just... Tickets are going good right now, uh, and we're expecting it to sell out. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So if you're around the Macon area and want to hear some good country music, come on down and be with us. You play a lot of big stuff, uh, and I'll and I'll tell you, it, it's fun to do these smaller venues while you still can. Uh, even even that guy we were just talking about who looks something like you, uh, he likes he's got that dive bar tour now that he's playing. I think it's great. I used to work in an old honky yeah. tonk, and we awesome. we had all these guys that would come there and just play because they like to play it. You know, I mean, it's just a just a fun place. Where, right. Give give me some other dates though. And, and by the way, we're going to quick link your website in markwaremusic dot com. Uh, we'll quick link that into the show story as it's a podcast later on. Uh, but but give the folks uh, a little taste of where you're going to be. So I I think right now um, I think March the third and fourth I'm going to be up in Boston, Massachusetts. And then we'll make the 1,600-mile trip down to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, we'll jump on a boat uh, with Royal Caribbean. And we're going to do a week-long cruise with Brian Martin. Uh, he's got a great single out right now, Beauty and the Struggle, that's um, just killing it right now streaming-wise. So we'll be on the boat there in uh, uh, Cosmel, Mexico. Jump off the boat. We'll play in Daytona that night. And then I think we're headed to Kannapolis, North Carolina. Uh, on March 25th, and then hopefully coming home to uh, McDonough, Georgia, uh, Southern Roots on April 8th. But uh, Joe's keeping us busy. Uh, there's, I don't have the schedule in front of me. That's just a brief overview. That's great. That's great. According to this email I'm looking at right now, it looks like April 9th you're going to be in Vegas. That's like 85% confirmed. So you'll be flying out to Vegas that next day to play on. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, an awards show they're doing out there for a charity event. So it's amazing stuff. And, uh, you know, that'll be cool. I think Justin Champagne's going to be on that, too. He's a great artist that Mark gets to play with. And, uh, yeah, man, we got some big stuff coming up. Well, listen, guys, I, I want you to be a regular on this show because our, our goal here at Georgia Radio is to support artists 
wherever they're at, but especially those who, who live here in the Peach State and call this place home. I was watching a story the other night with that young uh, Mr. Denning, and that guy can just play the f- guitar like I, I mean, I've never, I've never seen a guy so natural on a guitar so young like that. It was just really cool to see that. So many folks today, I mean, Mark, you know this, and, and Joe, you see it too. They can play just good enough. But I mean, this guy reminded me of a uh, reminded me of a Brad Paisley watching him play uh, back in the day, and it's and he's from Macon, wow. you know. But he's not on the show. Mark Ware is on the show. <laughs> Joe Barrick, we're glad you're here, <laughs> and I hope y'all will come back and uh, and stay in touch with us. Remember us when you get big. It's just great having y'all on. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, we're gonna play your song Anytime, about. Uh... We're gonna play your song in about. Uh, well, it's it's coming up all throughout the day today uh, in honor of you coming on. We're going to play both of them, Carry On and Six Feet Away. And I just thank you both for coming on. Joe, thank you. Have me on, my man. Yeah, dude. One of my, one of my buddies was a, was a music manager for a, a while, got into it, and loved every minute of it. Uh, worked with some I'm, of the greats. Buddy, I am the exact same way. I wake up, and I love it. It's, it's so cool to be able to do what you love to do. My kids especially they get to watch dad love life and work hard and they reap the benefits of it more than I do. I just stress about making sure it's all taken care of. Well, there you go. I I love what you're doing. Well, thank you again, both of you. I do appreciate it. All right, guys, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get over here to Mr. Gregory. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to laugh just a bit, but listen, Mark, Ware, thank you both uh, Joe for coming on here uh, and talking with us this morning. I want to, I want to change gears here for just a second because, uh, you know, things things move along at a rapid pace in radio. Uh, and, and for whatever reason, we missed Mr. Gregory's call this morning. But we got him here, I think. Is this James? Are you there with us? How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I was just getting ready to read the weather report today. You have a, you have a theory, though, about weather, don't you? Oh, I tell you what. It's just weather. <laughs> it's just weather. Well, I was watching something the other night, and I was cracking up because you're a Georgia guy through and through, and right. and you love it. You love the state, and and this is Georgia radio. But we have had a preponderance here. It seems like of tornadoes lately. I didn't realize that I was, you know, living in Tornado Alley out there in West Georgia. But I got some comfort from Reverend James Gregory the other night when I was watching you, and you said, "Listen, God doesn't give us more than we can handle." That's exactly right, you know. <laughs> and I tell you, I tell you what, <laughs> man, you know, every year since I've been on this earth, okay, it's been hot in the summer, it's been cold in the winter, and we've had tornadoes for thousands of years. <laughs> That's right. We've had hurricanes, you know. And I guess by God's grace, a lot of us are still here. And <laughs> We just have to deal with it. You know? Yeah, we just we just got to deal with it. I love what you said too. You said that uh, this is what cracked me up. You said God would never send a tornado to California because they just can't handle it. Well, no, no. <laughs> I love that. They, they just they just, they just can't deal with it. They know? just can't deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that they're not strong enough to deal with it because those people don't eat right. They don't eat right. And they're very weak people. <laughs> oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> I do what, man. I do what. If you have ever in Los Angeles, especially at Beverly Hills and places like that, like Santa Monica, and you go to a restaurant, okay? If you just ask, if you just ask for fried cabbage, they'll call the police. If you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that. Listen, J- James, you were did I remember right? You were born up in Lithonia, right? Is that you yeah, born and raised? I twenty east. Yeah, and I lived uh, just about twenty miles northwest of the Atlanta area, metro area, all my life. Yeah, I love that. We're out in Carrollton. You know where that's at. And, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. We've been yeah. out there at our little farm, and Georgia Radio is headquartered in our in a, in an old red barn. But uh, love it. You're going to be in Tacoa, and I wanted to make sure we got this on. You're going to be in Tacoa on January seventh, uh, out yes, there at, right the, at, yeah. at the Ritz. That that's yeah. big time out the Ritz. And then uh, right. you're going to be in Gainesville too on the eighth. Right. When you go right. out, do Sorry. you, you know, being a big comedian and superstar like you are when you go out do, do you have somebody that drives you or do you just show up in the honda well i'm always with someone because there's an opening act there's two or three different ones that i hired to be the opening act and whoever that is does all the driving so I can take them out. <laughs> you're a practical man right you stop it off at the sns cafeteria on the way there and then yeah then you got to go in and do the show i love I'll it I tell you what's so great about being in Tacoa and Gainesville is because number one is it's close to home, you know? Yeah. And I don't have to like go to a hotel. I don't have to pack a suitcase. So it's just a blessing to have a few shows throughout the year where it's like going next door. Well, listen, we, we love everything you've been doing and I'm so thrilled to just have you on here for a few minutes and talk to you. I, I got to ask you this, the, the, you know, the, the face that people see of Georgia, it, it, it they either, they either see us uh, in, in one or two ways, it seems like, but as a, as a lifelong Georgian, what do you love about Georgia the most? I think it's because, and maybe I'm just prejudiced because I've been here my entire life. Uh, I think everything in this area, not just Georgia, but all the surrounding geography, so to speak, you know, it's more of a common sense, down to earth, real people environment. Yeah, well, I'd agree with sense, that. you. Know, yeah, they don't, they don't, uh, they they know what to worry about. Just like you were saying, uh, in 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 your stuff about weather in California, where else in the world would would mud be a natural disaster other than California? <laughs> What did you say about it? You said, here, we put big tires on it and go play yeah, it. Play it. Play it. Yeah. But that's so true. I mean, you know, it, it, it is. The South is a very practical place, and I, and I, just, I just think that is, is fantastic. Folks have, have been listening to you uh, for years, just years and years and years. Uh, your book, it, it could be a law, I don't know. Uh, Grease, Gravy, and John Wayne's Mama. I mean, all of these great things. But one of the funniest things that I that I love if, is your website, funniestman.com. And I thought it would be interesting to see what happens if you spell it like most Georgians would spell it, funniest man, F-U-N-N-Y-E-S-T. <laughs> and it takes you, just so you know, to, to a scam site that has locked my computer up. <laughs> so I'm going to spell it correctly this time <laughs> so it doesn't. But funniestman.com, which is F-U-N-N-I-E-S-T, uh, for right. those of you that didn't have him as quick spelling class like I did, funniestman.com <laughs> will take you to James's website right there. I, you know, sitting there punching in on the computer. You, you, you though, have, have had just such a, a wonderful, wonderful career. 
And I and I'm guessing well, I, that it's just going you know, strong. I mean, you're you're still out there playing all these shows, and I don't know how you do it. I, I think it's just wonderful, and I, you're a, you're a, a gosh darn national treasure, James. So well, you know, people, I, I appreciate that so much. But people ask me sometimes on maybe it'd be a radio show or a newspaper reporter, or sometimes people just ask me, you know, why are you still working so hard? You know, and I said, I've got six payments left on my double wide. That's right. Yeah, you got six. You know, you need to meet Lester Rollbottoms, one of our, our big advertisers here. Uh, he's from Canoochee Hoochie, Georgia, and he has true stories from the trailer park that he hosts on here. And you, you and Lester would get along real well, I think. <laughs> there may be a little of, uh, of you in Lester, in fact. I don't know. But, uh, to tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, you know, I really – don't owe anybody anything. But what I've done is I've co-signed with too many people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a true like a true comedian. Well listen, I think it's just great. You're you're playing all over uh, all over the place. Uh, but but here at home again on January seventh, the historic Ritz Theater, uh, and then down in Gainesville on the eighth. And uh, just gonna be a good time. Who's opening the show? Do you you remember those? Who's Vinny Capella. All right. Yeah. Uh, is a good friend of mine. He's been in the comedy business over 25 years. He's a funny, funny, funny guy. And your listeners should know, if they don't know this already, that this is a completely family-friendly show. That's great. Let's talk about that just in the in the last few minutes. Uh, how are you? And I, and I have friends that are comedians, and, and we always argue about this. Uh, it, there's a there is a place there is a place for clean comedy and then there's a place for, for I guess for other stuff but but what drew you to that is it just your style or is it just who you are or what because I I think there's there's a big divide there. Well, there's there's two reasons. You know? Number one is I, I, first of all I love some of these comedians who use bad language because some of those guys are real real funny. But for me personally, you know. Uh, I don't have any kids, but I have nieces and nephews, and now they have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I just don't want to. If my nieces and nephews and they go to school all the time, and the Gregory's, we bleed, <laughs> we brood like rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I and, get it. You don't want them to hear it. Yeah. And I don't want. I don't yeah. want uh, the people. Like their classmates and say, you know, I saw yeah. all the dreams on television. Now, I don't want to embarrass my family. Yeah. And number two is, since most of my shows have been theaters for the past 35, 40 years, it's not like a nightclub. There's no age requirement in a, in a theater. Now, if there's a comedy club or a nightclub, they serve alcohol. So you have to be 21 years of age to go in. Yeah. And you just don't but know who's going to be there. All ages come in. And people will come to the show and they can bring their two kids. They can bring their mother-in-law great, or their grandmother and they can enjoy the show and just laugh, laugh, complete laughter for about an hour, 45 minutes and not be embarrassed. And then once they leave the show, they're glad they came. They're glad they enjoyed it. They don't regret coming to the show. I think it's fantastic, James. Listen, I, I've, I just truly appreciate you coming on, and I hope you'll come back. Uh, we want to do great things for Georgia, so send some of these young comedians our way and 
tell them to come on. We'd love to help promote whatever y'all are doing. We, we truly will. Well, I appreciate that. And no, thank you. I know I'm a little bit late making this call, but I was out. I went to the chiropractor this morning. I pulled over to make this call, and for some reason, I, just, I couldn't get no signal. I went down the road another <laughs> half mile. <laughs> well, the important thing is you're you're put back together again, and, and nothing cracked, I guess, that wasn't supposed to. Listen, James, thank you for coming on, everybody. James Gregory. And uh, listen, we'll we'll be talking to you soon, James. Thank you again. I appreciate that. All it right, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Our best to you and Lenny. Thank you again. You can find him again right there at funniestman.com. Funniestman.com. Don't spell it. Don't spell it with a Y. It'll take you somewhere that's uh, lock your computer up. Mine's still locked up. Goodness gracious. All right. Mark Ware, thank you. Joe. Mr. Joe Barrick, thank you. And, of course, the world-famous, can you believe it, James Gregory. Hot dog, thank you for coming on. Just great to uh, great to have everybody on this morning. Listen, if you had a good time this morning, tell your friends. If you didn't, tell your mother-in-law. Come on back with us every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m., for Neighbor to Neighbor, where we take your calls and comments, usually when the phone lines aren't so busy. If you've got something to buy, swap, or sell, you can... Uh, bring it on here and we'll talk about it i had to reach over here next week georgia bread stories that shape us by paul chappelle this is a a great book he's a tree farmer in pine mountain georgia and he has written a book that has i I think it's just fantastic and i i've i've been about uh enjoying this book now for two days and i'm almost done with it i'm gonna i'm gonna cry when it's over with because it's so good i'm just really i'm serious this is the kind of stuff you're going to want to read. You're going to want to have it sitting there uh, for a nice little bedtime story before you go to bed. Just a great, great book that I think all of us can relate to. Georgia Bread, Stories That Shape Us. Paul Chappelle will be joining me next week. All right, I'm not out of here till 2 o'clock, but Neighbor to Neighbor is over. You can catch it on the podcast if you missed it, folks. GeorgiaRadio.com slash podcast. Just look for Neighbor to Neighbor. We'll be back here. And just a few more minutes with your calls, your comments, your requests, and your dedications, all that fun stuff until 2 o'clock today. Thanks for being here, everybody. So long for now. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.